You find me in a philosophical mood. Life has taught me that things break, sometimes by accident and unintentionally, sometimes we break them, or others break them for us, on purpose. There is often remorse and regret that follows, sometimes immediately, sometimes it develops over time, and often that in itself can lead to anger and even violent retribution. Of course, things can be repaired, but something else that life has taught me is that it can be very hard, if not at times impossible, to restore things to the state they once were. The expression as good as new is rarely a truthful one, as even a perfect repair can't remove the knowledge that something that once was whole and pristine, has been broken and damaged. It doesn't matter if we're talking about a treasured ornament, a valuable car, a family keepsake full of sentimental value, or a marriage or any other sort of relationship, you can't change the past simply by patching over it and pretending it never happened, no matter how hard you try. In some cases we simply have to accept that something is broken, beyond repair, no matter how much we may value and treasure it. The average life is full of such things, and how we react to them differs from person to person, and will vary, depending on the circumstances. As a child, I had an inquiring mind, and I broke many of my most loved possessions in my quest to see how things worked, usually, after I'd taken them apart, they'd never work again. There are still some irreplaceable objects from my childhood that, even all these years later, I wish I'd left as they were. Then, in my teens and well into adulthood I developed a problem with anger and I had a vicious temper. Consequently, horrendous arguments and everything that went along with those character traits led to yet more breakages. Possessions, relationships, trust and hearts. I may even have ruined some people's lives and damaged them forever, I'm not proud of it, and I can't justify it, I just have to live with that fact. In later years it finally dawned on me that I was being destructive, both to myself and to those around me, and it had to stop. It was crazy difficult and it took several years, but I learned self-control, I trained myself to exercise restraint and to manage my anger, and I stopped punching walls and screaming. Since that wake-up call, I can honestly say that I've not lost my temper in 20 years, and in all that time, I've only had three arguments. My life is so much better for it. Some will say there's a natural balance to things. When something breaks, something elsewhere is created, when something dies, something is born, or alternatively some believe that karma will balance things out. Some will couch it in religious terms, a battle between good and evil, between a person's will and that of a deity. Others are philosophical and say that it'll all work out in the end, but that is cold comfort if we're only experiencing one side of that balance, and the good side of the scale is always happening elsewhere. There is rarely equality in such circumstances, and if you're on the losing side, it can be really tough. It doesn't help if you're the sensitive type, and much as I try to pretend I'm hard as nails, that's very much an act, but it often works against me. Nice guys tend to get used, abused and walked over. We get taken for granted and treated like dirt, just because qualities like empathy, compassion, generosity and kindness seem to be associated with weakness and submission, traits like authority, brashness and charisma are, for some reason, valued more greatly and viewed as strength. You'll never see a compassionate and empathetic dictator. That doesn't mean that the nicer traits of humanity are bad things, but it does tend to mean that those who display them are often also those who are bullied, abused and are often on the receiving end of the destructive activities of others. Which, because of our nature, we tolerate, try to fix and suffer in silence. So, when stuff gets broken and no matter what we do to fix it, it either stays broken, or, for us internally, our feelings towards it have changed, how exactly do we keep calm and carry on? 
Are we just supposed to grin and bear it, or rage, rage against the injustice of it all, losing sleep through worry and fuming inside? Well, I can't give you a definitive answer to that one. Everyone is different, and the lens through which we view our world is one of our own making, and, of course, some things being broken are less of a drag than others, losing a puzzle piece or a playing card is annoying and inconvenient, but it's unlikely to have us punching walls in anger and frustration, whereas having a long-term relationship poisoned and destroyed is on an entirely different level altogether. Breakages hurt, they're messy and they tend to leave a pile of debris and cleaning up that we're not always able to face or handle when others feel we should. However, theirs is another life lesson I've learned, and it hasn't come easily, but I swear by it now. I've learned that when the things that we value are broken by others, it's perfectly okay to react and vent, and be angry, even to internalize my feelings and dwell on them. However, for myself, there comes a point where that becomes self-destructive, and it needs to stop, before I turn into a writhing mass of bitterness and resentment, and so, it stops. I make a conscious and unequivocal decision that to continue to attempt repairs, or let things drag on, is more damaging than to dust myself down and move on. It's bollocks, I tell myself, nothing that should concern me any longer. There are many things that have happened in my life that I'd love to change, wish had never occurred, or I'd do anything to put right. Give me a time machine, and I'd spend every moment I could repairing the things that either I've broken, or others have destroyed for me. But, I can't, and for every one of them I've had to make that conscious decision that it's too late, what's broken can't be fixed, so why let it torment me? Move on, it doesn't concern me any longer. So, what does all this have to do with SL? Well, you should never forget, there's a real person behind the avatar. S. X. I don't mind the things that you say. I don't even mind going out of my way. I try and do these things for you. Why should I do it? I'm always untrue. Well, I did you no wrong. The sex pistols, did you no wrong.